cliffcentral.com. The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. And this is the Unview. Good morning. Good morning to you as, uh, as the 1st of June is upon us. Good morning. Uh, good morning. How are you? I oh, I was also just throwing in a good morning there to whoever you were saying good morning to. Nathan Rowe, my very special guest here on cliffcentral.com. My name is Alan Ford, and it's good to be with you. Nathan. Yes. Winter. It is wonderful. Today it begins. I'm getting those little uh, bits of skin just at the base of your fingernail that <laughs> peel off and cause you so much pain. It's like little bits of hell oh, on your fingers. Listen, it's romantic. It's nice to sit at a nice fireplace. I don't know. I pick them oh. off. Oh, not that. <laughs> oh, winter. <laughs> winter, yes. Okay. Can be romantic. A beautiful fireplace. Um, a nice bottle of red wine. Yeah. Beautiful food. Cuddled under the duvet. But the problem is that... <laughs> I don't have any of those things. Why? A fireplace. A duvet. <laughs> I just have a onesie and a sheet. The problem with, with winter is that this whole cuddle thing is that you're too cold to take your clothes off. So that goes nowhere. It goes yeah, out the window. Because you watch those movies where they're stuck in the snow and they always take their, their, their Sherpas. No, mm. not their Sherpas. What are they called? Parkers. They yes. their Parkers off and then they cuddle naked. And you kind of think... Body. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah, and then uh, and then, but it's not. It's horrible. Actually, it's very cold. So, so there is a romantic. There could be a romantic moment, but the rest of the time we're shivering and we just feel terrible. Yeah, red, <laughs> we get sick. Red wine. That sounds like something our unview listeners would do. Let's drink wine and get naked. <laughs> you know, as opposed to like maybe other demographics that don't have access to nudity or white red wine. I spoke to Professor Harry Seftel this morning, and unfortunately. Prof clearly said he's 89 and he's not great anymore on radio. He apologized. Seriously, you, you were there when we had the discussion. But, you know, Prof used to always say, fish, fowl, and fiber. Get it honest. Get it into the body. Make sure that you, that you, and please, stop kissing and touching. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. That's what Prof would tell you. H-H, honest, Harry. Did he say the three Fs? Fish, fowl, and fiber. Sure. Always. Did he ever make you guess what they were? Because <laughs> I would have, I would have not guessed fiber. He, and you know, he is brilliant, but always stop kissing each other and wash your hands. That is the problem. You must wash your hands. And that was Professor Harry Seffel. That's what he used to tell us every year. What if you wash your hands before you kiss? The point of the matter is just wash your hands and don't kiss people. Okay. That's how you transfer germs. Okay. It's always about germs at the end of the day. So th- we've got to the win- bit of the winter blues. And uh, yeah, you prepared something for me. Well, I didn't prepare anything. I just have my little ukulele here. Mm-hmm. So I'll play something. So this is a dedication as you wake up on the 1st of June to the start of winter because this is how winter begins. So let's do this thing. When the winter leaves you all alone And your body is frozen to the bone don't you feel like crying? Don't you feel like crying? Don't you feel like crying? Oh, Alan, cry to me. <coughs> Beautiful. I love the oh, ending love there. Yeah, yeah, the choking, the gagging, <laughs> the phlegm. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. As you join us on the Unview, where we are the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. We can't work out when we're going to be thin or rich or fabulous, but we just know it's there somewhere. It's a, it's the a life, life goal. A great show ahead of us today. Um, we're going to talk about 
a phenomenal concept called Bright, uh, Coaches Are Us, brought to you by Brightrock. Um, Brightrock, uh, one of the top uh, insurance companies in South Africa. But we've been along this process, and the process is all about changing moments in people's lives and uh, having a change coach. And we took uh, former Springbok Tondarai Chavanga on probably one of the most interesting experiences ever. And uh, he was taken by a top comedian, sports commentator, Dalen Oliver. So we've got him in the studio. Uh, as we talk a bit about uh, Dalen's life, we'll chat later in the show to Stuart Taylor, his inspiration. And, you know, Stuart will talk about what it's like to work with the crazy Dalen wow. Oliver. And then uh, from Bright Rock, uh, Suzanne Stevens joins us in studio. And we're going to talk about this great initiative. It's really, this is good entertainment. You want to talk about funny stuff, cool stuff, coach. Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about all that magic stuff. I'm excited <laughs> to meet this coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there I later. He has a funny accent and everything. Yeah. It's exciting. Don't you feel like crying? Yeah, that's. Uh, maybe we'll come up with a song for the coach. Just think about stuff. Yeah, we might not. <laughs> we might, but, but but it's a possibility. And uh, but kicking off the show, we are very excited on Monday evening to begin the award ceremony of uh, of of the particularly the Gauteng Theatre Circuit. And, of course, we had the Florida Cup at the beginning of the year. And then this is probably one of the – well, it is the, the biggest awards in uh, in the country. It's the Naledi Awards. And uh, every single year, the theatre entertainment fraternity come together to celebrate the year's work. You know, I saw a headline on the on a street poll the other day that said, Homo Naledi. And I was like, geez, that's, that's not nice. They're just like putting all actors in, in one basket there. <laughs> but it was actually about something completely different. You're such a fool. Yeah. On the line, Dawn Lindbergh. Welcome to the show, Dawn. Okay, Dawn. We lost Dawn. Let's get Dawn back on. We lose people along the way, uh, as one goes. Unless that's how she answers phones. I mean, <laughs> I do that sometimes. You're <laughs> such a fool. What have you seen this year that has really stood out for you? Well, in the past year. So not nothing from January, but last year. Are you talking theatre? Mm. What have you seen? Alan. <laughs> You know, like, I don't know, I've, I saw a nativity play at a church. I saw Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, but that was... That's this year. I know, but I'm saying, you, before I, I met you, I didn't but, but, ever but, go but, to theatre. But I'm for saying. a musician, yeah. for a person that's an actor, how can you not be at the theatre? What's wrong with you? No, I love theatre. You know, theatre is one of these things that people keep giving you free tickets for, right? So mm-hmm. you go and you're like, wow, I love theatre. This is so amazing. I, I want to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you just wait for your next... And then you, like yeah, so I've basically you, I've got to invite you as my date. Basically, well, you know what? I think it's just I just need to be more proactive. You know, I think also the theatres are in strange places. They're starting to come more to like what my are you talking about? The, the well, in, there's one in Sandton Square. There's one. Yeah, in yeah, but we used to have to go to town. Town is great. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you know, Joburg town. It's cold. It's, it's smoggy. It's uh, yeah. There's a few window smashings every now and then. Can I tell you the theatres? I don't think have, I think the theatres have, have never been fuller. No, no, I agree. And that I, I would tell you that's not with me. On the line, Dawn Lindbergh, the uh, one of the the heads or one of the the head, not only one of the, the convening judges, but also the person that's put the ladies together for the past well, many many years. Dawn Lindbergh, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, Alan. It's been thirteen years, darling. <laughs> 13 years of the Naledi Magic. And of course, the point of the awards, Dawn, is to acknowledge the industry and to yes. pay, not only to pay homage to it, but to, to kind of just to, to celebrate great work. Well, you know, our South African theatre really is of world-class standards. And, and this is what I'm trying to, 
to point up and to and to emphasize. Um, so we're trying primarily to raise the profile generally of South African theater, but also to highlight the world-class excellence. It's extraordinary what we do have in our in our country, um, and uh, it's just very exciting to be able to be the ones who are able to to actually um, you know to, to do the awards and to honor these people. Um, the award has got uh, some very special categories, and tell us some of the the categories and, and the people that you celebrate. Basically, it's across the board, is it not? Yeah, yeah, we do. We got um, we've got twenty six categories, and they range from the technical awards of, of sets, costumes, lighting, sound, and so on, to uh, recognizing emerging voices, emerging new uh, talent, uh, theatre for young audiences and children, and um, and then of course veterans the best actors, the best performers in musicals, and the best new South African script, which to me is one of the most exciting categories. Because, you know, we also are trying to encourage new South African work. We want South Africans to tell their stories and um, and not just, not, not, not just, I mean, the classics or the new stuff that's coming from overseas is amazing, but we, we're interested in South African theatre. Of course, you also have the, the Brett Golden Award, which is, I think, a very important award because Brett died uh, in horrific, under horrific circumstances. But that looks at the best newcomer and the breakthrough yes. category, yes. which is really important because it's, it's a category that, that identifies what the future may look like in South Africa. In South Africa that's theater. exactly right. You see, it's, it's, a, it's somebody who might have been um, hovering, you know, just underneath the surface and uh, playing bit roles or chorus parts and then suddenly shines. So that's why we call it breakthrough. So it's a newcomer, but for the first time, they're breaking through and being noticed as something as, produ- as, as, as preparing something special. And, um, and that is named after Brett Golden because he died, um, you know, he was 23, can you believe it? Mm-hmm. And he was just on his way to join the London um, World Shakespeare Company. And, uh, and then, of course, he and, and his friend were gunned down um, in Cape Town, in the most brutal way, um, Richard Golden was with him, and um, so his mother, Denise Golden. Every year, we invite her to pre- to present this award together with another special people, a person in the industry. Um, this time, it's Jade Bowers, who was the Standard Bank Young winner for um, for theatre um, for 2016, and um, and so it was very exciting to to couple. An, uh, an emerging voice uh, with Denise, the mom. We look at, uh, of course, our musicals. Now, Dawn, you know I'm a musical freak. It's one of my things. Okay, you know <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh, Alan, really? <laughs> you know me. I mean, I love it all, but I love my musicals. You know I'm a bit obsessed. Yes. But, uh, How but many times did you see Priscilla? <laughs> I've seen it four times in South Africa, twice in London, six times. Oh, wow. <laughs> Lion King, eight. Wicked, seven. Uh, Jersey Boys, also six. Yeah, not, I know. We've got a bit of a problem. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a cricket score. Funny, Joseph, I've only seen once. <laughs> only once ever I've seen Joseph. That's, uh, which is this year. But again, if I look at some of the, the, the great names in theatre, but I, I'm going to touch on musical just for a, for a brief moment in time. Yeah. We've had an incredible year of musicals. You look yeah, at. Well, the musicals category is, is a very um, interesting one because, you see, they, you've either got the very big, uh, expensive musicals, which. Um, which are what we call franchised. In other words, they come in, you, um, the, the producers, the South African producers mm. like Hazel Feldman or Peter Turin, um, they, they buy the, the entire production. 
Now, um, that doesn't mean it's not eligible, but it does mean that what comes into South Africa, like the sets and the costumes and mm. uh, the director, um, are not eligible. But the it, but they always cast a hundred percent with South African talent. So all those performers are eligible. But then you get um, smaller musicals um, like um, "I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change," mm. um, and smaller budget music. Another one it was um, "I'll in My Drama," an interesting Afrikaans work. Mm. And um, <clears throat> so to compare, to judge uh, one of these smaller budget um, uh, musicals against the big ones is not an easy task, you see. And it's very difficult for the judges not to be beguiled. You know, by the amazing things that go up and down and open and close and the costumes and lighting, something like um, Annie or, or um, of course, Singing in the Rain, where we, we had real rain. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean who could yeah. resist that? <laughs> and, of course, it is, there is Joseph and the amazing technical dream coat. There is, um, of course, Singing in the Rain. There is Annie. It's nice to see that uh, that, that ca- what came up from Durban from Stephen Steed was Shrek uh, the Musical. Um, of course, there is a, another great uh, musical that was put on by the South African State Theatre, uh, Umshado, The Marriage yes. of Heritage. Yes, now that, yes, that is, and that's the sort of thing we're looking for, you see. Um, like uh, last year, we had Marikana, the musical, mm. which was um, amazing because people thought, well, how can you do a, you know, a musical about Marikana? But of course you can because um, South African people sing when they're happy, when they're sad, when they're so, uh, surrounded by tragedy. And it was an amazing achievement. So um, Shado, um was also something that we were that we were very very excited about, um, but um, it, so there was a nice mix. In other words, we had a, a you know a little um, an Afrikaans piece. We had some very big musicals. We had yeah, um, and you, you did mention Altate and My Drama with Chrissy Smith, which yes. is also going to be a very a good good interesting one to see. Now we look at yeah. the the best plays. Interesting, yeah. Scorched is there. Uh, Suddenly the storm, a brilliant yeah. one from the Market Theatre. I yeah. loved seeing that one. And then, of course, uh, the another uh, Bad Jews was interesting. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it was amazing, you see, because um, first it has this, uh, this mm. provocative title. It either mm. turned people off entirely, and then at first they thought, oh, is this anti-Semitic? Um, but, of course, it was satirical, an extremely clever uh, script, and um, it, it spared no one. So uh, that comes up from the Fugard Theatre, one of my favorite theatres, I must say. Um, in, in the country, mm. they, they they always do amazing work, and uh, a lot of their productions come up to Joburg. So we had Bad Jews, then we had um, Scorched, which was an extraordinary work. Um, again, that was directed by Jade Bowers, um, mm. and she uh, that was done together with UJ Arts Centre. Very, very, very difficult piece, um, um, a political uh, piece, not about modern day politics, but just the way how how people are displaced and, and struggle to find their identities and where they belong. Um, suddenly the storm, of course, by our very beloved uh, Paul Slavalevsky mm. and directed yes. by his teammate, Bobby Heaney. Bobby Heaney. Mm. Very, also extremely interesting, an original work that, that touched on uh, various themes from uh, rhino poaching to, to marriages that, that go in and out and, and uh, lost, uh, lost offspring and so on. Very interesting. And, uh, of course, the Ubu and the Truth Commission, uh, produced by the Handspring Puppet Company um, in association with the Market Theatre and uh, directed by William Kentridge. So uh, it's not a new piece. That yeah. one was, was, was coming back, I think, after 10 years. But, you know, still powerful, powerful with those Handspring puppets and, and uh, kind of opera uh, uh, musical uh, background. 
Um, the, play, uh, the productions of a play are always a very, very uh, highly Always great high standard. Lots of great judges. We're going to have you in with the winners next week, so we look forward to doing that. Again, yeah. wonderful to see that the third, the World Impact Award is your one of your major awards, and of course the Lifetime Achievement yes. Award. Johnny Clegg is up for it this year. Is it, will he be performing? Yes. Uh, no, he's not performing. You know, he's preparing. Well, firstly, he's coming straight from the airport to the awards, mm-hmm. so I think he's probably come in from somewhere and will be tired. Secondly, he's just about to embark on his last um, world tour himself. But we've been trying to get him for three years, so I'm absolutely delighted to have Johnny Clegg. He's an absolute icon. And um, and then another very interesting award, Alan, I know uh, before my time runs out, it's called the Lissedi Spirits of Courage Award, yes. which goes to somebody um, who's overcome great trauma or disadvantage. Mm. And this year it's going to an Afrikaans actor, Eric Holm, who had a freak diving accident and broke his neck. And uh, he's now confined to a wheelchair. But what an amazing energy and talent. And, you know, just uh, out there to say, okay, so I'm in a wheelchair, so what? I can sing, I can dance. I mean, I can't dance, but I can, <laughs> I can act and he's on television. Mm. So and that was an, um, that's a wonderful worthy. Gaynor uh, Young got it last year. And, of yeah. course, Eric Holm, yeah. very interesting. Uh, we'll yeah. chat about this all. I, I wish you the best of luck for Monday. It's going to be brilliant, as it always is. Of course, we <clears throat> lots of music on that stage. You've got the youth orchestra, 60-piece orchestra Again? No, no, not that. We had the orchestra last year. Where are we no, going to uh, uh, Sorry, then. Um, that, that is, um, we do have a live band, but that's because we've got the entire Sarafina, the whole cast of oh. Sarafina coming up from Durban, all 22 of them. <laughs> and sure. they're doing a, an amazing piece. Uh, Freedom is coming tomorrow. Um, and with Bongeni and Gemma and his wife, the choreographer. Sure. So we've got lots of um, music and dance, and we've got, in fact, um, the, one of the main songs from the musical Rent uh, with the, some of the original cast. We, um, we've got um, Eric, uh, Earl Gregory singing from Joseph. We've got little 12-year-old Lilla Fleischman doing Tomorrow from Annie. Annie. Mm. So we've got wonderful um, entertainment, as always. Dawn, it's happening at the Lyric Theatre. Can people get tickets? Yes, through Compu Tickets. Um, there are tickets available. 200 rands gives you the red carpet, the cocktail party, wine, and mingling with all the stars of stage and, and television, and, uh, of course, the whole show. And you know what, Dawn, without the incredible sponsors, we can't do anything. Give them a yep. punt. Go. Yeah, yeah. No, Give them actually, a punt. Give them a punt. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for your um, uh, support, um, uh, really, Alan. You, you just always have such an amazing energy. And uh, I know that you are sponsoring um, some special prizes this year, which will be announced. And uh, my last and most special uh, thank you goes to Togo Sun and, and the Lyric Theatre, which have given us the Lyric Theatre at absolutely no charge for the last um, six years. So really, that's been a most wonderful sponsorship in kind. Dawn, you are, and, I, and I say this not because I want to blow steam up your tush, but but I know this is hard work and raising the funds is, is sometimes oh, impossible. And I know this year you almost terrible. didn't have it. Because, we almost didn't have it. Yeah, and I mean, right. last year people don't know this, but I want people to know it because I think it's important. Dawn put her house up, uh, put a, bonded her home to, to to make it happen. I mean, this is important, well, Dawn, because that's did. your love for, that's what you and Des did. People don't know that, but I, I, I know that you wouldn't mind me doing that. But the, the fact is that the, the Naledi Awards is such an important institution for this country and for the arts. So... Um, we thank you. Thank you to you and to Des, to your judging panel, to your executive committee from John Carney, right through to welcome Soma, right through to your whole team. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank Tom, you, Alice. We'll Look see forward you to seeing you on Monday and talking to you next week on Thursday. Absolutely. We'll chat. The winners are going to give lots of the winners in the studio. And uh, oh. that's uh, the wonderful, wonderful Dawn Lindbergh. Um, then a Lady Awards.
Come with me. Will you, will, you, will you be my date? My partner's not here, so he's in Durban. So come with me. Can I bring a date as your date? Yeah, you can bring a date as your date. <laughs> awesome. I don't mind. I actually remembered while she was talking, I did see Singing in the Rain last year. Amazing. Hmm. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, we need to it get really you. did rain on stage. It, it did. It filled the but, whole But I just need stage. to say something to you. You are you're such a talent. You're so brilliant. Um, you, you're an actor. You've been in Isidinga. You're a singer. You're a performer. You're a, a great camera person. You're a cartoonist. What do you want? <laughs> you really have to get to the theater. You need a laugh. Oh, yeah. No, I What's love wrong going. With you? I actually do go. I think I, my memory is actually just really bad because I actually do go. I saw last year, I saw um, Feed Me Seymour, Little Shop Horrors. Yes. I saw... Um, before, but anyway. <laughs> was it? We'll work it out. Time flies. We need See, to, I can't even remember so, what year it was. Are you coming with me with someone else to the ladies, the three of us? Possibly. I'll need to check with my, my date. <laughs> but can't you go with me? Well, I just, we can do this after the show. Okay. Maybe. I, I just want you. We can sort it out. I, okay. want, I mean, in that, in that, in that capacity. You want to me to go to watch <laughs> theatre awards? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, this is the unview. It's on cliffcentral.com. My name is Alan Ford with the wonderful Nathan Rowe. We had a, we're going to end the show with a, with a bit of a, a blues tune because it's the winter blues. Okay. And there's, there isn't better. Give me a, what other blues songs can you play on the ukulele? Well, it's, winter's the best time to sing the blues, actually, because yeah. you get all that, <laughs> you know, and you're like, Wait. oh, baby, you know, I gotta sing something sad. You know, so it actually works out perfect for everyone. On a magical note, talking about comedy and fun, uh, Coaches Are Us was a project uh, launched about Ten weeks ago, uh, actually this week will be ten weeks, by Bright Rock, one of uh, South Africa's top insurance companies. And um, the whole concept is to take a former Springbok player and help him embrace the changes that has happened in his life. Now, <clears throat> Tondurai Chavanga, who we'll have in the, in the line in the next uh, ten minutes, had an injury. He no longer plays for the Springboks and the Sharks. He used to play for the Stormers. He played for the Cheetahs. He also played for, I think, the Dragons in Wales. Um, if you've seen him in a speedo, you'll know he's had more than one injury. Just <laughs> sure, you just based see, on the scars all over his body. <laughs> and then we, we, we went along and created a project where we found him some of the most interesting change moments in his life through sports, through different type of sports. Uh, in the studio, we have Suzanne Stevens. Suzanne, welcome to the show, and uh, thank you for joining us from Bright Rock. Um, Thanks, Al. Where did this come from? Because what a brilliant, brilliant initiative, but also to take a springbok and then throw him uh, into all these different sporting or uh, sports-like situations that are completely obscure is very interesting. Yeah, I think um, all the um, idea stems from uh, quite a few of the previous things we've been doing in the in the Bright Rock space. So um, it, it really all is an extension of how we like to um, talk and play and think about and laugh and cry about how, um, as people, we have to navigate change um, and change in our lives. And obviously, as an insurance company, our product is very much geared towards helping and supporting people through some of those very difficult changes in life. Um, but, um, but we know, um, and, and we know that as, um, as, as, um, uh, people that, um, navigating change can be scary. It can be exciting. It can be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and, and so one of the things we've always done at Bright Rock is embrace humor as a way of, um, Looking at and talking about some of those, um, some of the, the lighter side of what we do when we have to um, navigate life's big changes. 
but also a way of looking at some of the scary stuff that um, mm. that we have to face when we um, navigate life's changes. And so, um, so we've worked with um, some amazing people. You mentioned um, Stuart Taylor, who's worked with us on on a mm. couple of initiatives in the past. Um, we've worked with amazing talent in South Africa who've who've helped us sort of create that intersection between. Fun and laughter and humor, um, and then uh, um, exploring this idea of change. And then, as a company who are also involved in in rugby and who sponsor um, Western Province and Stormers Rugby, um, that intersection of sports, humor, um, mm. and change <laughs> is a, a territory that we like to have a lot of fun with. Um, and actually, last year we worked with um, Stuart and with um, the coach who you will meet, I'm sure now, um, soon, soon, um, Coach um, Dalen Oliver, who. Um, we worked on an initiative where we actually played in that territory. Um, and uh, so this was an extension of kind of all of that cumulative um, um, experience and, and, and thinking in, in this space. Um, and uh, so the idea was really about one of the big change moments we all face in life is when we have to make big changes in our careers. Mm. Um, and so looking in the rugby territory, obviously – one of the most um, important transitions for any professional rugby player is that point at which you're no longer playing professional rugby, but you now um, have to take on life after, you know, being on the field and whatever yeah. form that may take. And so, so bringing kind of the threads I've just described together, we had this idea of what if um, our intrepid ex professional rugby player being mm. Tondurai, um was to kind of go on this journey of, of wanting to explore Alternatives to rugby, and so we've had this this um, series of um, thirteen different sports that he kind of is trying <laughs> out, um, and each of those he is guided by um, the wisdom, the enthusiasm, um, you know, and the and the the, the enormous skills of the change coach, um, being Coach Dalen, who kind of helps identify possible sporting um sporting opportunities for him and, and, and takes him on that trip. Coach Dalen. What's happening? How's it? <laughs> <laughs> so many positive things about Coach Dalen this is eh? <laughs> Yeah, we didn't discuss your outfit. Yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. chap, a eh? very interesting. Um, yeah, I think he represents that that crazy coach that each of us kind of had down the line from junior sport up until senior sport. <laughs> you know that coach that that's committed to coaching his entire life, who, who started out at the age of twenty one, and fast forward twenty years later, he's still the same coach, same school, wearing the white shorts. White sweater with the whistle around his, his neck, high socks and the white tackies. And, and he's almost too enthusiastic. Too enthusiastic. It's like, why are you, why do you care so much <laughs> yes. about my school, the standard yeah. six sporting? That's, that's game. the case. Yeah, and yeah. he's, look, in his mind, he's a success, but in, in, in actual fact, he's, he's a big flop, you know? <laughs> but his wisdom allows him to be this Absolutely. encouragement. And of yeah. course, great wisdom. Always yes. comes from books and movies and songs. <laughs> yeah. I think he attended theatre productions with you, Alan. Yes, he, must he, have he could have. Go to some musicals. I, I can't lie. I thought he was quite cute myself, but that's just me. Yes, I'll <laughs> tell him that. When. <laughs> I, I suspect Alan could channel a little of his own inner coach in this case. Yes. Well, this is the thing. So I, I coached mini cricket for about five, six years. So it's these five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds. And you kind of have to develop this world for them so that yes. they can focus. And when you start a session, it's like, hey, guys, I'm Coach Dalen. Are we going to have fun? 
Yay! And <laughs> so, so, so in, it's no different with a professional rugby player. Yeah, it's really. no different with a professional rugby player. So it's just a springbok. Eh? Just mm. a springbok. So it's Suzanne mentioned this. I was like, okay, cool. This is not too far away from home. And, and Tondera is absolutely amazing. What a pleasure yeah. working with him. Absolutely. He's, he, he was great at every sport that he, that he played in, majority of it, yeah. Well, he was fun to watch. Yes. For a number of reasons. Because number one, he is the most, one of the most competitive people that I've ever come across. Number two, he can drive you mad because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to when he fails or he doesn't do well he wants to stick around to try get it right yes 100 okay. percent. Yeah. really there right. was a case with with the first we did, we did gymnastics up front sure. and i mean if you're on the rings in gymnastics your yeah. core has to be really strong and in my mind i was like okay cool he's not going to be able to do a backflip or front flip fast forward two minutes after he's practicing he's doing both of it with ease yeah. and you're just looking so at impressive. him yeah you're this super athlete who are you but then you see him on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we had the most fun on the ice end and with the only derby. Shave. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to tell uh, our listeners that uh, this is online at the moment. Um, yeah. and, uh, and Suzanne, because people can, because they're, they're sitting at the office, they can re- immediately go on to the, yep. their, their, so they go to, Bright Rock ZA on the Facebook page. Yes, that's right. So um, Bright Rock ZA on the Facebook page or on Bright Rock TV on YouTube. Yeah. So I just have to interject here. Yes. I did not know that an insurance company created more content than SABC. Yes. <laughs> and better content than SABC. It's quite amazing. Uh, I, I stumbled across Bright Rock TV. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Sound advice. Eh? Sound yeah. advice from but, numerous people. But, but there's such a, a great thing, and I'd like yeah. to just compliment you on it. Is it because in that space you've got people like David O'Sullivan doing yeah. financial issues? Uh, or, and all or, kinds or, or of t- yeah, he of does he does a talk show. Talk show. Yeah. You got Ruda Lundman doing the change moment in people's lives with the best of South Africa. Exactly. What's Hall- the Ruda Lundman change when? A camera crew rocks up at your door and <laughs> <laughs> asks you what you've been up to. No, this no, is, no, this is, this is, this is, this is Ruda, this is Ruda in, in older age where she's feeling like she can really have a conversation where yes. she's chatting oh, to people. So it's she's softened a bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. She offers you soup. <laughs> Okay. She smiles so much during those videos. You should okay. watch it. It's I'm going to watch it. I'm going to check that out. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to say nothing. But, uh, but then also, so you have people like Ellie Cog. You've got the great, good investment people to give you advice. Guys, the TV has moved, um, or, or broadcasting. No longer are we just sitting, uh, and, and this is why Cliff, Cliff Central exists. Yeah. No longer are we sitting in a space where you just have to sit and tune into the SABC, for example. Absolutely. Now you can go and listen to a great interview about a blended family. Okay, I thought it was one of the, the one of the nicest yep. uh, uh, interviews that was on your. Uh, but I mean, there are lots of them, and to go to, hear, to go back and watch Peter Durkace and to see people like Gareth Cliff, yes, for indeed. example, um, about people's change. It's a great, great thing to do. But so please. Bright Rock TV on YouTube yeah. or Bright Rock ZA Facebook. Follow them because this is going to be this is the funniest stuff that you've seen. It really is. It's I must say the pole dancing was quite an interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Pole dancing was for Tundra, I thought, <laughs> and for Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Coach is too scared to make eye contact. His character just wouldn't allow him to look at this uh, very talented pole dancer. But um, yeah, from a sporting side, what a difficult sport. Yes, um, all the sure. yo, your core sure. needs to be extremely strong. And and for those of you that that haven't seen Tondi, this man is in top physical shape. So yeah. when he's trying to balance on a pole and struggling, and then there's a stunning pole dancer who's off his size, just doing. All these tricks You're wondering Wow this is quite A complex sport And, and not just yeah. tricks It's exercise 
I yeah, mean, there we go. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just like one dancing stage. on a pole, but not in that uh, sort of. <laughs> not that. Yes. There we go. Yeah. It's 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 before it's eight p.m. on a pole. <laughs> yes. At one stage, she climbed up the pole and held on with her knee. <coughs> Sorry, she held on with her knee and Tondera, and then she picked up Tondera and swung him around the pole. Yeah. I was like, no, with one hand. Yeah, I was no. like, wow, she could probably scrum. It is all on. Just watch these these inserts on the line. Though the man of the moment, former Springbok player. Man, uh, heart of gold, Tondra Chavanga. Welcome to the show, Tondi. Hello, how are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, you have left Johannesburg, landed back in Durban. You have just finished this, this filming this series. Did you love it? And did it change your life? Man, I loved it so much, and uh, certainly it has changed my life. I, I I look at things a lot uh, a lot differently now. I think uh, in the past I was always. Uh, the, the safe type of guy who doesn't, uh, who only goes where he needs to go, who only does what he needs to sort of do. And, uh, and I mean, it has given me that, uh, it has opened my eyes to, to change. And, um, I just love the way now, like I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm up for anything. And, uh, I'm really, really, uh, you know, I've got a different perspective on life. It's, it's difficult when you're told and when you come to the realization that you're not going to play, uh, professional rugby. It, it must have been hard. How did you How did you handle that? Yeah, look, I think uh, as you said, it was it was pretty hard. Uh, I think ultimately, uh, I mean, I made the decision that um, uh, I think after after two years of uh, of having done, I think it was four or five operations in those two years. Uh, my my body sort of just reached that point where I knew that um, holding on was not the best uh, for. For my body, for you know, for my family, and also I think ultimately for any team that that uh, that I would have been involved in. You know, when you when you are playing, you know, you want to make sure that you're playing to the best of, of your ability, and you you can add value to to, to your teammates. And uh, and I just felt that you know my time was up. But uh, like with all with all things, you know, you 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 know things come to an end, and you have to move on to the to the next challenge. And um, and uh, I've embraced that uh, that challenge. Well, you have embraced it basically in thirteen different sporting experiences. <laughs> um, you you pole danced, you played bowls, you did ice hockey, you did roller derby, you did archery. Uh, we saw things like uh, uh, ultimate, uh, frisbee. ultimate frisbee, dressage. You was on a horse for the first dressage. time. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> this is mind blowing stuff. What did you What did you take from the experiences? I think what I took from the experience was that. Uh, you know, you've got to try new things, and uh, if you if you if you stay in if if you stay in your old ways, you know, you will never grow as a person. And um, I think more so yesterday when I was uh, when I was really falling all over the place doing the the roller derby. I, I think it really kind of just dawned on me that um, you've got to be willing you've got to be willing to to let yourself fall uh, because there's growth in in, in falling. You know. Um, and I've really, I've, I've, like I said earlier, that I've grown so much uh, just from these experiences. I've, I've got, I'm a lot braver to do things that I, I never would have tried before. And uh, and then all of a sudden we had the water sports, which were crazy. So the 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 life saving diving for for you was an interesting thing. Now I, I, I want to just describe this because because coach. 
I mean, the man had a fear of heights. Yes. And then the water and the sea and yep. Cape Town all around him at once. And then we had Seapoint Pavilion. It's a five meter drop. And I'm scared of heights. <laughs> and Don is up there in a speedo. He's like, nah, it's not that bad. I just have to conquer my fear. And yeah, he pulls it off. He did a bit of a belly, a belly flop. A few. Yeah, but I think it's because his abs were too thick. So he couldn't <laughs> bend his back. You know, that's, that's, that's the excuse I'm going for. But he even did, um, aqua aerobics yesterday, which I'm sure he enjoyed. Uh, you also yeah. made, sorry, continue, Tony. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, look, at, uh, I obviously had to face my fear of uh, of heights, and um, I think in a lot of the things that I do, I've just got uh, I've just got that sort of attitude where I stuff it, just do it. What's the worst that could happen? So, but I mean, it took me getting on, uh, you know, doing this uh, this incredible campaign with Bright Rock. Uh, you know, about all the, you know, embracing all the different changes in your life to, for me to actually conquer my fears. Had I not, had I not done that, I probably wouldn't, would, I, I definitely would not have done it on my own. Had it not been for this, uh, for this campaign. Tony, through the growth, I, I hope to see you coaching one day. Uh, I hope to see you staying in the rugby space. I think he's learned enough from the coach that worked with him. I've learned enough from the coach. <laughs> Uh, of what not exactly to do. What I was say. <laughs> has, has coach taught you a lot of life lessons, Tundi? Man, uh, the coach is uh, the coach is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> I had such a such a blast working with a coach, and I think you know his coaching methods. Uh, you know, they're second to none, to none really. <laughs> more none, than more none, yeah, more none. <laughs> Tony, right, so, so I really, I wish you to move into a coaching position. I really think that you've got so much to offer. You're a good, kind human being and, and you're brave and you're persistent. And I think those are the, those are the, those are what people, that's, that's yeah. what you want in the human spirit. I that's think, the essence I, of I the think human if being. Tondi applied his A-type personality to anything, I mean, can you picture him in like a kitchen? Like, no, no, it's not right. It needs more vinegar. You know, like, he would just like, I mean, he'd be there for ages, first of all, getting it right. But then it would be the most spectacular dish you've ever tasted. Correct. He has to get it perfect. He'd use half of the produce in Woolworths, but, uh, but hey, that's just happened. So I'm pretty sure whatever you go into from here, Tondi, I think you're going to nail. Tondi, on a closing note, can you tell us out of the 13 sports, what are you going to take up? Because that's the point. What are you going to pick up? Well, it's, uh, look, I enjoyed. I really, I, I, I must say, I even though I wasn't good at, uh, I wasn't good at all of all the sports. I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. Uh, but what I would definitely love to, to do again is uh, the dressage. I just love the, you know, just being one, just being one with uh, with that beast. It was just, uh, it's just an unbelievable feeling. Um, and I mean, horses are just incredible, incredible. You know, uh, animals and, uh, yeah, I definitely love to check that up again. And of course, the best part about a horse is that they sustain all the injuries for you. <laughs> well, I mean, no, unless you get back. Oh, if, if, if you can stay on the horse, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they never, they never shoot the jockey in a, in a horse race. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Such a fool. Such a fool. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to shoot you, Tony. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when when Tony said that incredible beast, I was going to say, Tony, people get confused with you and the beast from Springboks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's talking about a horse. <clears throat> Tony Wright, congratulations. Thank you for this uh, wonderful campaign. It's entertaining to watch you. Well done. And you're a star. Thank you for being on the no, show. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Alan, and the rest of the, the crew and Bright Rock. You know, they. 
I think for them coming up with this uh, really incredible campaign and just encouraging people to uh, to get out of their norm and just embrace uh, embr- embrace new challenges and uh, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been absolutely amazing working with you and I'm I mean I'm glad as well that uh, you know the the, the public have, uh, have really embraced this uh, this campaign as well. Tadara Chavanga, the former Springbok. And yeah, I like Aini's thanks. He never said thanks to coach, but it's fine. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's fine. We'll let yeah. it slip. <laughs> His thank you was You've second to so none. Much thanks, coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your reward is to see him move forward yes. in life. That's why you do it. Yeah, if anything, you can get coach a new uniform, <laughs> <laughs> a different color. Incredibly, as you know, we do this radio show. Uh, Nathan and I Separate to The other work that we do Besides being In city And formerly an actor And singing all over the place What do you want Alan? No but then uh, so we, we, A date we, uh, <laughs> No man Musical I'm, I'm involved I'm happy please okay, And he's He's involved we, we shared a room on the road Do you know that uh-huh. We had yeah. a very interesting experience It's his favourite story We have amazing stories About Springboks And comedians <laughs> But he loves telling people We, we slept together no, man, we just shared a bit, but I mean, it's just, just fun, actually. Yeah, well, that's how you always open it. <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, uh, you know, Desmond Tutu, guess what? Me and Nathan slept together, and you're like, oh, <laughs> don't open with that, Alan. Get them comfortable first. Yeah. <laughs> but but th- we were part of this project, and that's why we wanted to talk to you, to you guys about it, because um, it was an amazing experience. And as cameraman Nate, and of course you do, you're a director, you're an editor, and you're a, a camera person, what was it like for you? It was amazing. I mean, I, first of all, Tondra's personality, just I've never met anyone like that. You don't meet people like that in the music world. They're, I mean, we're, we're avid quitters. We quit <laughs> at almost everything, which is why we're musicians. Avid quitters, that's the first. Yeah. But but you meet someone like this at a Springbok level, you know, sports player, and 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 everything they do, they just like they're so focused, they're so disciplined. It's it's yeah. quite scary to see. I mean, I don't really know how to relate to that. But luckily, he's a a really nice guy. And then of course, uh, my little side jokes with Dalen, um, mostly Jeez. laughing at uh, your your presentations, Alan. To everywhere we went, we would go to the. Um, the horse place and the, the aqua aerobics place and Alan has to sit everyone down and explain <laughs> to them exactly what's going on and yeah. describe Dalen in great detail possibly the, offensive I detail see, I, I, this I is see, the funniest let's let your Alan quote unquote I, I, I just said to people I am Lebanese okay so just I said sometimes coach sounds very loud it's a combination of the Cape Flats and the Leb from the south it does come through that way a breaker it happens like that just that's what it is and then at that point everyone goes <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> this should be interesting. You're easy in a white nervous. uniform after yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> Looks a bit crazy. Because otherwise the people look around you and know what's going on. But so he's dressed like a lab. What's Cape Flats about him? <laughs> His hairstyle, because he has no hair. <laughs> they stole it. So um, we, you're now going to spend some time together now, Dalen. And, of course, we'll take to Stuart Taylor in a second. Suzanne Stevens, we're going to say goodbye to you. Thank you, Ellen. Yes. Thank you to the Bright Rock team. And, of course, it's Bright Rock TV. Yeah, she has a production YouTube. company to go and run. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Production <laughs> company. It's a massive. And congratulations. I'm actually to going to a meeting now to talk about our super sports show. So yeah, we've got to go. Of course, <laughs> they, they're there with the Dan Nichols show. They've got yeah, Fit exactly. Underding on Cake, on Cake, Cake Net. Net exactly. um, there is the, the Change Exchange happening, uh, as I said to you, on Bright Rock TV. 
Go to their website, SpriteRock.co.za, and of course, don't miss and don't forget to watch this magic. And Facebook is the easiest way to do yeah, it. Yeah, Facebook. Just follow, it just comes up in your feed. It's yeah, and Suzanne, thanks for having me on board. I yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was yeah. really cool. Like, even if you're not a sports fan, watch these videos, guys. You are going to have a good laugh. I'm very entertaining, and yeah, see Tondi in action. Yeah, thanks. Thank you Everybody, very much. Thank Suzanne you very Stevens much. from Appreciate Bright Rock it. for being in studio. And of course, it's called Coaches Are Us, brought to you by Bright Rock. Now, coming to you, Coach, um, the. This wonderful comedian, crazy person, Dalen Oliver. Yes, I've heard about him. I've heard a bit about from him. Cape Town. Mm. You have. You, I asked you a question yesterday, and yes. I'm going to share it now. The first question is: Have you performed with Trevor Noah? Yeah. So this is the thing. So I haven't worked or performed with Trevor Noah, but since Trevor's amazing guys, and we thank him for opening doors um, locally and internationally. Uh, when you're at club gigs or theater gigs, people's initial question to you afterwards is, have you performed with Trevor? And my response is, no, I haven't had the privilege yet. And then their response is, oh, okay. So you're not like a real comedian yet. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm not a real comedian yet. It's, it's so. the weirdest question because that society's Kind of point of view in, in some aspects Whether they're joking or not I find it very funny But they're like So you haven't performed with me Why not? I'm like oh, He hasn't phoned me they're like But he should Should he? I don't, and some will say No I don't think he should And then you just go into this weird Awkward conversation with him And then you're like Okay cool I'm going to go now Because you've made me question My entire career So yeah <laughs> This has been a fun introduction to you guys I won't give you comps next time <laughs> Bye bye But you've opened for the likes of Barry Hilton Of course Stuart Taylor mm. Uh um, and you've worked with Joey Rizdin, Mark Block. Yeah, I traveled with him as well, Nick Rabinovitz. So it's been a good run. You're reading a book called Sick in the Head. Yes, I am. By Judd Apatow. Apatow. Yes. All right, I saw you brought the book in. I did. Are comedians sick in the head? So this is the thing. Judd Apatow is, a, is an American film um, producer, director. He started out as a comedian and he speaks about his passion for comedy. It started from the age of 12 And then when he was at um, high school He worked for this community radio station And he used it as an in To go chat and interview All these big comedians So he'll, he'd set up the interview And he rocks up to Jerry Seinfeld's place For example When Jerry Seinfeld just started And then Seinfeld realizes Oh this is a 16 year old kid Who works for a community radio station But Seinfeld's so cool about it He sits down in his apartment He says it's this unfurnished place A new comedian to the scene And he starts chatting about comedy And he has all these interviews documented Yeah, so he's got Adam Sandler in there His um, interviews with Wolf Ferrell Amy Schumer is like a list of about 10 comics mm -hmm. And there's still more to come So hopefully there's, a, there's another book And he has it very Specifically scripted to yo. This is the interviews to when I started, and fast forward twenty years later when I actually worked alongside these these comics as as a professional. So really cool. This wow. show that we do every week is filled with entertainment. Yes, and we see the best in the business. And and the question is, when do you know you've been bit by? When do you know you're a comedian? When did you know you're a singer? We've discussed this with singers. But yeah. When did you know? When did you know you were funny? Yeah, it's it's a very tough question because it can't be from your granny. No, it can't be from family members. Please, because they're always going to give you positive <laughs> feedback. Yeah, so I, I took like two, three years to actually call myself a, a comedian. I I was I wasn't comfortable with initially telling jokes and then people saying you're a comedian. I'm like, yeah. Jeez, um, what did you book yourself out as for the first year? It's the court jester. The court jester. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you, the first performance it was in 2010 in November and it was a change my perception of comedy because I thought it's in this beautiful theatres with, with lush um, seats and a lovely spotlight with great sound. My first gig was above a bottle store, the Lincoln Tavern in Athlone, where the audience members sat on crates, the SAB crates. <laughs> they sat on crates, and there's the beers they got from those crates. So once the, the crates were empty, they then 
put that um, as as their seat, and then they had a little uh, a rake of of the what, what's the wooden crates? Yeah, there were many crates. Pallets. There we go. The pallets. That was a so stage. Wait, the more beer they drank, the more seating became available. In that's, essence, that's, that's what it was, yeah. right? And opposite of an of a actually like a pub. Yeah, it's the opposite <laughs> of a pub. And then this gig filled out. About sixty people were there, and yeah, first one was awesome. Four minutes. I don't know if it was funny. They laughed. My, all my friends and family though But then I kind of knew the bug bit And then you just stick with it And I think for me the comedian transformation came One side out My first my first one man show I came at Tota left So it's about me qualifying as a teacher But they're not teaching So you, you start digging a bit deeper Into the personal side of you as a person You cry a lot <laughs> And reflect on your life But I think that's where the growth comes Because your voice develops And you start Chatting to the audience instead of telling them jokes and you're telling them stories about yourself and then kind of linking it to things they can relate What's to. What's the funniest story about yourself? One of the best. The f- give us, Ooh, give, this give is, this is my us. favorite story. Um, mm. I, I coach, so when I was coaching mini cricket, right? Um, the cool thing about the youngsters is that they never, they don't see race. The youngsters don't see race, mm. except for like that one Afrikaans kid. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then what happened was, I, this boy came, he was crying and I was like, what's wrong, bud? He's like, no coach, that boy hit me. I'm like, which one? He's like, the one over there. I'm like, him over there is like, yes, coach, the one like you. So I'm like, what do you mean the one like me? And then innocently says, no coach, the hot knot. And then I start, the, the hot knot. So it's I start laughing. So I start laughing because kids don't know no, what yeah. it means. And then the gag is, I'd look at the audience member and say, Oh ma'am, you're in a relationship. Say your husband. I'm like, well, it's not a bad word because he, you're hot and he's not in the audience kind of <laughs> at ease. And then going to the kid and saying, you must say sorry to, to, to Johnny. And it's called him Johnny. Johnny says, sorry, Stephen. I say, you need to apologize. He says, sorry, hot knot. And then they go on and they're happy. They're friends. So I see this as a funny moment, but then his dad's this big Africa. Guy who I have to address the issue with And eventually comes the Stereotypically arriving like in a bucky With his big beard And I'm panicking so all the time I'm like hey I'm Coach Taylor nice to meet you And eventually he comes to me and I just I'm like hey I'm Coach Hotnot <laughs> Nice to meet you and we have this awkward weird Silence between us and <laughs> For me that it was an enjoyable story Because the youngsters don't see That, 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 that color space it kind of highlights The innocence whereas at home We still found guilty of some <laughs> stuff so I I write deep comedy, bro. Yeah, I make you assess your life afterwards. No, sick in yeah. the head. That's the book I like how, reading. I like how the tone dropped in studio. Alan was like, tell us your story. We were on level 10. And I told the story. We dropped to level 1. He's <laughs> <laughs> just so, trying yeah. to decide whether it's hot or not. Yeah. yeah. One of your inspirations is a phenomenal South African comic. Yes. We've seen him, but everyone remembers him very well from Going Nowhere Slowly. Yes. Stuart Taylor's on the line. Hi, Stuart. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. Stuart, working with Dalen, how did you find? I mean, firstly, you cultivate young talent, but tell us about how you you came across this crazy this crazy kid. I stalked him. <laughs> I cultivate young talent. That's uh, I've never I've never had it put that way. <laughs> um, well, I mean, Dalen Dalen's uh, one of the one of the biggest comedy hustlers around. You know, I mean, he's the guy who always find at all of the all of the open mic spots and wherever there's a bit of stage time to be had, that's where he'll be. Or where there's a pile so, of crates. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's those guys of that, that kind of energy that kind of uh, uh, put their hand up and it's, to use a sporting term, put their hand up and say, yo, use me, use me. So yeah, that's our day then. How are you guys doing this morning? Yeah, good, man. It's dry and high. What's up, Stu? How's Cape Town? Is it raining yet? Um, it's not raining yet. It's not. It's not. I'll just Cape Town. Still I'm, not. I'm living in I'm, yeah, I'm living in Belfast West. It's a lot wetter out here. 
Oh, yeah. lovely stuff, man. In the canoe. Stuart, you, yeah. you have, you're a successful comic and, of course, a producer, um, presenter. How do you find the talent? What is the X Factor? And how did you well, see it in this um, man? Do you know what? I think it's, uh, I, I think um, there's different, different brands require different things and different products require different I think what I've realized is that uh, you've you got to trust. If, if you see something in someone, you've got to trust what they're going to bring to the party. Uh, and if you're going to go with, uh, with a choice, either, go, go with people who make strong choices. Even if it's the wrong choice, a strong choice is much better than a than, than, uh, kind of weak choice. You know what I mean? So uh, for me, it's, it's, it's those performers who kind of just take a, take, take a really clear idea of this is who I am, this is what I do. Um, and it means that I play in a very specific niche market. You you know where those where they so that's kind of for me an important thing. Stuart, thank you for finding us this crazy person. We've had lots of fun doing Coaches R Us. And uh, we look forward to getting you back into studio. We know you were recently with Gareth and uh, and of course carry on the good work within the in the comedic field. Cheers, bro. Thanks, brother. Cheers. Great. Nice to have good inspiration. I've noticed one thing about the comedy world. Yeah. It's just my own. I've seen it through Joe Parker. Uh, you know, that you guys really support each other. Yeah. You we, know, there's no, I don't find there's this, because you like to work collectively. That's yeah. what you, they've got to do. Mm. Um, so, I, it's something that I picked up. So I think a, a, a attributing factor to that is the fact that there are, there's a club circuit. So it happens in restaurants and pubs. So you have Parkers, you've got the Goliaths, mm. and you've got a circuit maybe in Pretoria, Menland, Maldives, Arch, etc. In, in Josie. And you're going to cr- come across these guys at all all, mm. all the big gigs. And my whole thing is soak, soak up as much experience as you can as possible. So if there are guys who've been in the industry for 10 years plus, go chat to them, set up a coffee, go for a beer, mm-hmm. speak to them about the journey that they've been on. And these guys are really cool. They're there to chat. They want to tell you about it, you know? You see, unlike when I talk about musicals and acting, you find people, they fight against each other. They yes, because you asked Nathan for advice and he never gave it because no, he's a musician. No. <laughs> he just doesn't want to share his advice. I'm a quitter. <laughs> An avid one. No, avid, avid quitter. It's been great working with you. Uh, we want to get you back into studio. Mm, I've had fun. Thank you. This has been a really cool series, man. And, Thirteen uh, episodes later, we and, survived. But you, but you enjoying broadcasting, enjoying the business. I am for young people in the not only in radio presenting in the comedic field. What's your advice? Don't it? don't do it. It's it's, <laughs> <laughs> what, it's drugs. There's, yeah, there's no security. No man, pursue the. <laughs> At all. Um, you might have medical aid. Get medical aid. That's important. You can <laughs> seriously. Seriously get. It's winter now. Or life insurance. Or life insurance. Yeah. There's a lot of things you need to get. But no, um, push the passion. And it's going to be tough, man. It's, it's scary. But you've got to create your own opportunities. That's been my my biggest um, inspiration or, or, or drive. I've been in the business for about six and a half years now. Yeah. And if I if I didn't create my own opportunities in the comedy space, I would not. I don't think I'd have been in the space where I am now because people's not going to phone you, knock on your door. If I stop performing, and other comics not going to say, "Dude, why are you not working?" No, that means there's a bigger market for him to perform to. And sometimes they want to nudge you out. So yeah, create your own opportunities and yeah, head down. Know this what the is vision what Stuart is. Stuart is talking about you're a hustler. Mm, be a hustler. Yeah, be a hustler. The honest one. Though. You're busy roller derbying other comedians out of the circuit. There. Nudge, nudge. In yeah. studio, sports commentator, comedian Dalen Oliver. Thank you so much for joining us and being with us. Alan Ford, uh, Nathan Rowe. Thank you so much. Ah, oh, it's been good. It's yeah. been good. So, on that note, before we, we close the show, we just want to again give you a few rules. Wash your hands because it's winter time. 
don't kiss too much. Be careful, or, or kiss the person that you that you know and you love. Okay. Yes, eat honey. Be careful of the kids because the kids get it from the other kids at school. Just, mm. so just be yeah. <laughs> ginger like, is ginger. Thing? Yeah, yeah. Go- ginger. Google honey. natural antibiotics. There's actually like ten force. of them. Turmeric. You know, like that's why. Have you ever seen a sick Indian person? It doesn't happen. Yeah. So <laughs> I've never. Heard, you don't find sick, sick, sick. It's actually one of the populace is the die fast in the world. Actually, you know that because of the fat in the food. Seriously, but again, probably for that. Wow. H H couldn't be with us today, but remember, fish, fowl, and fiber. And of course, on that note, on a top winter note, let's let's give another rendition of the blues. Um. So we will remind you again: be good, be safe. This is Nathan Rowe and Alan Ford just doing a bit of a winter thing for you for the blues that I get the voice going. <laughs> oh, when your snot is all up your arm and your soup, it just won't stay warm. I'm making it up. Nice. Don't, Don't you feel like crying? Don't you feel like crying? Cry to me. <coughs> Happy winter day. This is The Unview, The Thin, The Rich, and The Fabulous. The Unview, The Thin, The Rich, and The Fabulous on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.